Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fixie Stevens. UCL. We've all got them. Actually, we have two of them. Some people actually have replacement ones. Oftentimes, football players, especially baseball players. UCL stands for ulnar ulnar collateral ligament located in the elbow its replacement a surgery made famous by a new york yankees pitcher almost uh, 50 years ago i believe it was andy hart tommy john the surgery to repair it is now known as tommy john surgery unfortunately though in this particular case ucl may stand for unbelievably crappy luck because shohei otani the most popular, the best, and what we thought would be richest player in baseball history now has a second UCL tear. And it couldn't come at a worse time as he is just hmm, a month and a half away from finishing his tenure with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, hitting free agency thought to be rewarded with the largest contract in baseball history. This throws plans for almost every team the angels our boston red sox and so many more teams into flux into question this changes the entire dynamic across the mlb landscape not just the rest of this season but into the offseason and potentially for the immediate future and that is where we begin today's edition of breaking boston thursday august 24th 2023 nick fitzy stevens Andy Jumbo Hart, and of course, as always, the Koopman producer, Cooper Leonard. Uh, this just broke overnight, Andy. Uh, complete surprise. Here I was thinking today we'd wake up, we'd talk a little Red Sox, maybe splash in some Patriots, because, of course, once again, the Red Sox, just when we're ready to sweep them under the carpet, read them last rites, or pitch them out with the rest of the recycling in the garbage, they pull off a lucky win last night, late innings, getting three in the 10th against the Astros. But when you have a, a a planetary player, a magnetic talent, a generational star like Shohei Otani, who now not only won't pitch the rest of this season, but likely will not be pitching in the near future, could very well be on the shelf the entirety of next year as well. This will be uh, this will be his second UCL surgery. Uh, he had Tommy John surgery in 2018, and now once again it looks like though uh, no decision has been made just yet, Andy. It looks like he may have to have Tommy John surgery once again. Uh, They actually found out about it, Andy, in between games on a doubleheader. He stayed in the game and got went one for five, hitting in the second game uh, the Angels did on Wednesday. But, I mean, this throws everything, and I mean everything off. Will he pitch again? Is he going to need the surgery? Would a team allow him to pitch, considering how good he is on the mound? Obviously, he's a phenomenal hitter. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm kind of stunned by this. Yeah, the first thing I thought of is when you go into uh, one of those shops with lots of like glass knickknacks and things, and the little sign says, "You break it, you buy it." Well, in Major League Baseball, it's the opposite. You break it. Ooh, I just saved a half a billion dollars that I didn't waste on a guy um, because it's the worst timing, and you know. I guess it's also a life half full, life half empty kind of question. So the good news is, okay, he can Mm -hmm. fall back on 
um, you know, being one of the best hitters in baseball and a power hitter. And like we've lived this a little bit with all the discussion locally in Boston with Trevor Story, like, oh, he could come back earlier from his surgery as a DH and not have to go right to shortstop. Now the Red Sox chose to not go that route and he didn't come mm-hmm. back till he could play shortstop. But, you know, Otani even and maybe this is a clarifier. You know, there were some vagaries that people were trying to put a value on him. Maybe this clarifies, okay, you're buying a hitter if you give him a 10-year contract. You're buying the more stable asset that is a great hitter, that you have a Mm -hmm. greater likelihood you can get. Because pitchers, I mean, if I were an MLB team handing out hundreds of millions of dollars, like, a pitcher is the scariest thing you could ever look at. It is... Mm -hmm. Like you see the dominance and you see the greatness and people like me mm-hmm. who fall victim to recency bias and get caught up in emotion. You know, the part of me that said when Trent Brown got run over by Dietrich Wise on the Patriots practice field yesterday, I'd cut Trent Brown's ass because he's a pain in the ass and you're not getting anything out of him. That part of me that would regret that later when I'm midseason and I have no left tackles for the Patriots, that part of me would sign Shohei Otani to, I don't know, $750 million and then regret it later. Well, maybe this... I, I feel bad for him because I think it devalues the hype train. Like we were enjoying oh, massively watching the greatest, most unique. This was almost old school. You know what we've lost? And and Jeff Perlman actually wrote the book about this, about Bo Jackson, the last great mm-hmm. folk hero. Modern sports doesn't have folk heroes because everything's instantaneous. We see everything. There's no fish stories. There's no tales of Bo Jackson hit a home run in the minor leagues that went 850 feet. Nope, because every ballpark says it actually went 501 feet of according to stat. Like we know, we know too much. And the much. exit velocity was bl- we, yep. yeah, exactly. We know, we, we know, know too much for we there know far to be too much. great stories. And Shohei in his physical attributes is a great story. And it was a throwback story like, did you hear about that guy who plays for the Angels? He can hit bombs and strike people out. And it was like almost a cartoonish, old school embracing of sports. And mm-hmm. now reality always has to freaking step in and kick somebody in the cojones in, in the world of sports. Just when you think you're this high, they freaking knock you down. And this damn UCL. You know what? If somebody could just figure out a way to end all UCL injuries, it'd be a lot more fun in sports. Yeah, how come it's amazing it's amazing the way it goes with joints versus ligaments like humans so many people get replacement knees, replacement hips, they end up taking, they work better, you're pain free, in a few months you're more mobile, more agile and it works for a long long time whereas ligaments with their pliability, the stretching, the the stress that gets placed on them you end up tearing them. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier, like guy like Trevor Story, he's got a minor tear. He goes in for a surgery, long rehab. He wasn't able to play shortstop effectively for almost a year. And of course, he's very precious about his rehabilitation and wanted to make sure that he was the best that he could be, far from the savior of the 2023 Red Sox team that he may have thought himself to be. And a guy like Otani, he did this five years ago. So he's actually torn the replacement UCL in his elbow. Uh, He missed the entire 2019 season before, and now this one. So whatever he's doing, whatever it is about his body composition, his mechanics, uh, his wind-up, the effort, and the strain he puts on it has now forced this UCL to tear again. But we saw a tweet that uh, Cooper put up uh, early in the podcast here, if you happen to be watching on the YouTubes or whatever, that, uh, you know, Buster Olney said, 
this is going to change the entire way that every general manager and every team that is interested potentially in Shohei Otani approaches this next massive mega super deal because you're going to have to have, uh, you know, you'll have to have pitching incentives. Will you allow him to pitch? Uh, is he only going to be a relief pitcher? Yeah, here it is. The context for Shohei Otani's baseball future has changed completely. There's just no way to know how much he'll pitch in the years ahead, said Olney. And it may be that pitching side of his forthcoming contract will need to include incentives based on starts or appearances. So I ask you this, Andy, um, this larger than life, super talent, the greatest player in the world, the guy who gave us still to date, the most electrifying moment in the entire baseball season back in the world baseball classic, where he showed down, if you will, against uh, the great showdown of Otani versus Trout for the final out of the World Baseball Classic. The guy was throwing 101 miles an hour against his teammate and friend, Mike Trout from the Los Angeles Angels in the Baseball Classic. I, you know, his, his hitting was good, but his pitching was dominant in the World Baseball Classic. He's not the best starter in baseball, but he's a pretty damn good one. And it's it's only enhanced and augmented by the fact that, you know, he'll start the game. Oh, and he may also go two for five and hit a 473-foot home run as well. You right now, okay, forget about Heim Bloom. I'm sure Heim Bloom is probably like, okay, now that he's hurt, now now that it's a distressed asset, now I'm now the price can come to us finally, Mr. Henry. Forget about Bloom and the Sox. You're just a baseball general manager at large. How do you approach this next contract, which we were speculating could have gone north of $75, $80 million a season? Yeah, I think you're back down in real numbers. I think you're back down in the 30-plus million. No shame in that. 30-plus million dollars a year, $40 million a year, somewhere in that range. And as Buster Olney says, you you got to find a creative. Well, first of all, there may be some teams that just say, no, we just want you to be a hitter. Like we, we don't want to mm-hmm. deal with injuries. We don't want to deal with the the pros and the versus the cons, not worth it. If we can have you as a hitter over the next eight or 10 years of this contract, that's more valuable to us as a franchise. And if you are looking to get the story, the show, the, the full show, mm-hmm. which is the pitcher on some level, I think Buster's right. There has to be some creativity in the contract. I don't think you can just those talk of, well, uh, a 30, uh, a great hitter is worth 35 million. A great pitcher is worth 35 million. So he's worth 70 million. Like those discussions of just that real black and white analytical mathematical analysis, those are out the window now. Now you have to figure out. And those, those probably should have been out the window all the time. We probably should have known this was inevitable. You know, as Thanos would say, this was inevitable like this. And, Mm -hmm. And even, and I know doctors tell you, I have experienced myself, like, you get your ACL repair. Ah, oh, it's stronger now than the one God gave you. That thing ain't tearing. Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes they tear a second time. Sometimes mm-hmm. the doctor's got a little God complex, and you're not good. Ask Odell Beckham Jr. He'll be the, he'll be the first right. to tell you. So, I, I, I do. I feel so bad. I feel so bad for Shohei Otani. I feel so bad for baseball in general. This could have been so fun and where does this go and and not just the free agency. I'm not talking about the dollars and the pursuit and the, and the recruitment, but mm-hmm. over the next few years seeing him attempt to live up to some crazy contract, attempt to continue to be the most special athlete on the planet. And now it's like the the wind has been sucked from those sails. But no, I think you have to A as an organization make a decision. What do you view him as? And then B are they willing to be um, reasonable, I guess, with some incentives, reasonable with some of the risk that's involved? And t- they'll have an upside if you do pitch. There'll be a significant upside, right? But 
be honest, be realistic, because otherwise you could make a hellacious decision, much like the Angels did at the trade deadline when they decided to go all in on this season and the bottom fell mm. out. Yeah, and they ha and they continue to have a losing record and underperform massively. Now, Otani won't pitch the rest of the season. He's going to try to remain a hitter. We don't know what the full diagnosis is. Can he? Is this something he can pitch or live with? Kind of the same way that I believe Masahiro mm -hmm. Tanaka did for the Yankees years ago, pitching with a partial UCL mm -hmm. tear. Um, you know, should he go on the shelf now? Should he attack the surgery so he can actually miss all of next year, but then come back even healthier for 2025? What does this do contractually? Trout is back on the shelf as well. So the Angels are long ago were Dunsky, but now they're turning into an absolute Greek tragedy at this point for the bad decisions they've made in the injuries that have beset their team. And I like I like where you went with this earlier. The tall tale of Shohei Otani. He literally could have just been a transformative figure that would have been spoken about for generations. Like as it is now, he's going to finish as the first player ever with 10 wins as a pitcher and over 40 home runs in a season. That's awesome. But if he was able to make, you know, $70 million a season and go somewhere and get 16 wins pitched to a three ERA, have 250 strikeouts and also 45 home runs and bat in a hundred and score over a hundred runs a season, the man would be, uh, beyond legend. I mean, people would be talking about him for years, decades, generations to come. And now, I don't know. I mean, you you can't give him starter and, you know, best hitter. You can't give him Aaron Judge nope. and Chris Sale money at the same time. Maybe you know, he's got to decide if he wants to pitch anymore. He's got to, maybe he's a better, maybe he's more effective as a relief pitcher. You know, what if your best, what if your best hitter also was your closer? I mean, would that put less stress on his elbow? Maybe. I mean, these Maybe. are the kinds of things. I, I don't know. That, yeah. And it's all, you know what else it also bo it bothers me about this story is I have been an advocate for pitchers can hit and hitters can pitch for years, for decades. Same. I remember getting into a massive fight with Dale Arnold on WEI about this because. Were punches thrown? Like, no, not that massive. Just a, a verbal altercation. Just a, just a radio fight, a radio little. Oh, okay. Tete a tete. Okay. Um, He's and this is a, this is an argument against that like this is will be taken by some as see told you you couldn't do it it's not possible like no every pitcher tears their ucl at some point it's like the acls like it feels like if you're a professional athlete of any sort like your acl keep an eye on it if you're a baseball player your ucl keep an eye on it that kind of thing but i think this is going to be taken as and i told you so you can't do both mm. jobs when i think you can i think this was an i told you so in the other way where people can because I've always advocated if you go to a youth baseball field or a high school baseball field or sometimes even college baseball fields, the best pitcher is often the best hitter and vice versa because they're just dominant baseball players and athletes. If you hone them properly, I think they could continue to rise through the ranks and not be Shohei. He's special. He's a ridiculous mm -hmm. talent. But I think you can do both, and I think this may undercut opportunities that may have been coming for other people to pursue both avenues and that's that's sad to me because that will have a lasting impact on the game yes uh the the unfortunate cash limitations if you will to go another way with the ucl for shohei otani who was set to probably ink the greatest contract in major league baseball hell professional north american sports history we would have seen something the likes of which we couldn't even have dreamed of now and so your New York Yankees, your Los Angeles Dodgers, the Boston Red Sox, any team that was potentially linked to or interested in Shohei Otani this offseason now has to take a step back, reassess their plans as Otani and his camp 
reassess their plans as well. We don't know if he's going to have surgery soon. If at all, probably will. Will that mean he misses another season? Does he come back as a pitcher and a hitter, a full-time pitcher? Who knows? But it's a uh, this is a landscape shaker right here, Andy. This is one of those ones where everything was settling in very nicely, and all of a sudden, some little kid came over and grabbed the ant farm or the snow globe and just shook it up really hard. And now crap is just floating freely everywhere. And we don't know what it's going to like look like rather when it settles down. So there you go. There's your story of the day that's breaking Boston, breaking MLB, breaking the American sports landscape. Shohei Otani, UCL tear. Does he pitch again? Does he get surgery? Who signs him? How does this affect his value? So many more questions that come from one tiny little tear in a little ligament just right there in the right elbow. Uh, for Andy Hart, for Cooper Leonard, your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens here. Thanks for tuning in to Breaking Boston, where each and every morning we try to give you a hot cup of what's going on in the wide world of sports to feed your never-ending, rabid Boston sports fandom. Like, review, subscribe, and share. Throw us a couple of follows. Holler at us when you get a chance. Man, that is one tough break for Otani.